Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. What is the World Health Organization planning for America? We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the World Health Organization, or WHO, by the anachronym as it is known, has developed guidance and even technical specifications for member states to adopt in interoperable standards, that's a quote, for COVID-19 vaccine passports labeled Interim guidance, the WHO's latest release, pushes new digital vaccine passports to be used on a global scale. Alarmingly, the WHO website openly admits these personalized digital documents could be, quote, extended to capture vaccination status to protect against other diseases, close quote, and may, quote, be used for continuity of care or as proof of vaccination for purposes other than health care, close quote. What are purposes other than health care? And then it also talks about under possible uses, the WHO recommends the COVID passports for work, university education, international travel, among other things. Uh, we know that this has been agenda plan for the Biden administration on March 2, 2021. The Biden administration released a PowerPoint, did a presentation to various agencies and branches of the federal government advocating domestic and global vaccination or vaccine passports or digital health passports. We also know that going back as far as April of 2020, before there was any COVID shot available, long before, that MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology's Technology Review publication, has been and continually does so advocating these vaccine passports as a condition to go back to normal. So this whole idea of vaccine passports, finding out what kind of vaccine that you have, whether you're up to date, long predated COVID, COVID is being used to ramp up that agenda to implement it. And it'll be a long, around a long time after COVID is gone because it's bigger than COVID. It's about your medical privacy and history, but it really, at the end of the day, Holly, is about control. Absolutely. You know, we talked to Naomi Wolf, I think it was back in 2020, and she's been researching this for years and saying all along, COVID has nothing to do with your health. This shot has nothing to do with your health. The passport has nothing to do with your health. It's all about getting your data in order to control you. Yeah. I mean, and the WHO possible uses says that this vaccine passport, this global passport initiative that they're pushing can be used for work, university education, international travel, and other things. So that means that if you don't present this vaccine passport, and again, today it's COVID, tomorrow it's something else, or right. it may be the booster. So it's not just you get one or two shots, but it's whether you got the third shot, the fourth shot, whether you have an annual COVID shot, then you have something else, then you add other vaccines and drugs on it, it's going to be a continually growing list. So you would have to present that when you come to work, 
like a security code to be able to get into your building to actual work or to travel internationally or even domestically. Or to eat. Like or you, to ex- eat. you experienced it in our nation's capital back in January. Right. You went to, to argue before the Supreme Court. You and Anita wanted to go out to eat, but you couldn't because of the mandate. You would have had to shown a vaccine passport to be able to go out to eat. Yeah, and that's in the nation's capital, Washington, right. D.C. And that's just a taste of what they're trying to do. So literally, we could not go into a restaurant to dine, uh, effective on January 17, 2022, when they right. when the mayor issued that vaccine or proof of vaccine credentials requirement. We couldn't go to a gym. We, in other words, we couldn't walk down the street and go to a gym. We couldn't go to a restaurant. They eventually wanted to get it so you can't go to buy your groceries, do essential things, go to a federal building, all these things that we need to do. They're wanting to control all that, that you can't participate unless you have this vaccine passport. And in New York City, if you work with other people face-to-face or you're interacting with the public, you have to have a proof of vaccination. So you can't even work. So it's already been used for work. This is in the United States of America. Well, even there, I think uh, sports games you can't go to without a passport. They recently, yeah, they recently uh, modified it and and gave an exemption to the sport athletes (laughs) because it was becoming very unpopular, I guess. Imagine that. So there's no science behind it. It's about control. Yep. And we know, for example, that China used these kinds of, of digital uh, electronic tracking devices before COVID, and then they added COVID on it. And part of those digital tracking devices include social credit. So it looks at your debt ratio, your buy-in, your spending, your shopping habits, where you go, what you say. And you think about that, they're wanting money to become all digital. So if you have to have a vaccine passport, for your social credit score, and they're making money digital, what does that say? Yeah, take, for example, our pastor's cases, like, for example, out in California, which was the most restrictive state in the country. We went to the Supreme Court twice, one twice, with the California churches, with Harvest Rock Church and Harvest International Ministries. But in those particular cases, um, some of those churches were right there in Los Angeles County, very oppressive against churches and places of worship that wanted to worship. Mm -hmm. Now, if you had this digital system, where they could literally flip off. In fact, remember the mayor of Los Angeles, I believe, was actually threatening to discontinue the utilities of these churches that were continuing to worship. So they would shut off your water and your electricity, and you wouldn't be able to have any functioning facility. What if they then shut down your bank accounts? What if they did that personally to the pastor and they shut down your family's bank account so that you couldn't shop, you couldn't use your credit cards, you couldn't buy food, you couldn't uh, pay your mortgages if you had one or your other monthly bills that you need, you couldn't have your monthly expenses met? It sounds extreme, but it's not. It's not. And again, the mayor of Los Angeles actually threatened to stop the utilities. And indeed, remember John MacArthur's church? They revoked the use of a parking lot Mm -hmm. for the church that they had been leasing from the government for decades. They stopped allowing them to use the parking facility, so they literally reneged on the contract. So this is very, very serious. It's a serious threat to freedom, and that's what Naomi Wolf said when we interviewed her, too. There are 22 states, believe it or not, 22 states 
that already have adopted the smart health cards. The smart health cards are a form of digital passports. They're smart health cards. They intend to participate fully with the WHO's program. And again, that's a euphemism to call it a health card. And that it's smart. That's the nothing uh, to do with health. Yeah, it's not anything yeah. to do with health. Now, 22 states, you think, well, those are all blue states. Well, the majority of them are. That's true. But it also includes some states like Louisiana and Mississippi. That's right. And even South Carolina. That has indicated it's opposed to this. In Ontario, Canada, for example, shoppers there have been required to show their vaccine passport or proof of vaccination in order to access everyday goods, particularly in big box stores. Those big box stores are like Walmart, Kmart, those kinds of stores. Shoppers that try to go into the big box stores are escorted by an employee. They can only buy certain essentials, like they can be escorted to the pharmaceutical section, and that's all they can buy. They can't buy something else from the big box stores. So they're already limited or have been limited uh, under their proof of vaccination status. Coming to a state near you unless you stand up. And Israel did the same thing. Mm-hmm. You couldn't enter certain places without proof of the green passport, which was their vaccine digital passport. So we encourage you to sign a petition, send faxes to yep. governors and federal lawmakers as well to say no, stop the mandate, stop the vaccine passports. You can go to Liberty Council Action's website, lcaction.org, lcaction.org to learn more about this. Search for vaccine passports, and we have a petition that you can sign as well as faxes. And we've had a number of states that have actually passed laws like Florida that say no to vaccine passports, Uh, but we need more. And again, it's shocking that already nearly half of the states have something like this for vaccine passports in place. It's being orchestrated by the federal government. It's being orchestrated globally. It's a serious threat to freedom, and we must stand up and say no. LCAction.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776, lc.org.